You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds tried to come back late Thursday night in Denver. They scored eight times on eight hits in the eighth inning, including a Tyler Stevenson two-run homer and a Jonathan India three-run blast. But in the end, they were beaten by the Rockies 13-8. Luis Castillo had another poor start for Cincinnati. He gave up three runs in the first, five more in the fourth, and he sees his record drop to 1-5. Highlights coming up, but first some final thoughts on the game from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Jed. Well, the Reds made a comeback late, pulled within two when it looked like they were dead in the water, made it a 10-8 ball game, Chris. Uh, just kind of a wild Coors Field ball game tonight, wasn't it? It, it was so one-sided for so long. You, you just didn't never really did think the Reds are going to find the energy to make it a game. But lo and behold, the eighth inning came around, and they did a lot of really great hitting. They hit the ball the opposite way, put the ball in play. They hammered a couple of relief pitchers that came in there, including Robert Stevenson. And, you know, not good for Robert, but certainly good for the Reds to uh, to put that kind of offense together. Really happy for Jonathan India on that opposite field home run. He shows some real pop on that. Luis Castillo really struggled again. And, I mean, at some point you got to be pretty concerned about the start to the season for this guy. Well, to watch him pitch, it's I make my, myself scratch my head because I'm not really sure what's going on. He's you know, throwing 98 miles an hour, which is as hard or harder than he's thrown all year long. His changeup still looks good, but he's catching a lot of the plate with everything. The pitches must be flat, and I think that you go back to the basics. When you're that bad, you gotta get, you can't get complicated. You've got to get simple, and that means throw the ball down the zone, use your two-seamer more, and just make people get the ball down. Chris, I'm not trying to make excuses for him today, but I was thinking as it was happening, there were not a lot of hard-hit balls against Castillo tonight. There were a lot of balls that were hit and put in play, but not too many that were really hit all that hard. Well, you know, you're going to be a victim to a lot of softly hit balls when you're a hard thrower like Castillo. You jam a lot of guys, and in this big outfield where outfielders are playing deep, there's a lot of green space here between the infield and outfield. Maybe it's not as bad as it appears for Castillo. Uh, maybe he's on the mend. Hopefully he'll be able to figure it out. I've got a lot of confidence in him, and the Reds need him. Well, certainly not getting the swing and miss that we're used to seeing from Luis Castillo. Reds fall to the... Rockies 13-8 to in Denver. Wild ball game. Reds will try to bounce back tomorrow night. Yet back to you. Now to the highlights. Luis Castillo has had trouble in the first inning this season as an ERA of almost 15.5 would indicate. And unfortunately, he had more trouble on Monday night. Ramel Tapia led off the bottom of the first with a single, and Connor Joe brought him home. Joe lifts one in the air. Right center field. Hit pretty well. Long run Sinzel. He can't get it. It's over his head up against the wall. Tapia with good speed. Getting the wave around third. He's coming home. No throw. He will score. It's an RBI double for Connor Joe. His first RBI of the year. That is his first extra base hit of the year. And it gives the Rockies a 1-0 lead. Joe moved to third base on a fly ball but was gunned down at the plate by Jonathan India. Already one run home for the Rockies, and they are threatening to add to it. And the pitch to McMahon, soft roller. India coming home with it. Throw to the plate. Got him. Connor Joe out at home. The tag applied by Barnhart. And a good job by Jonathan India. That ball was hit right at the red second baseman. And he threw right on target to Barnhart at home. 
It was able to get the tag down on Joe, and Barnhart sealing off the plate, so Joe had no shot to get home. He had never really had a chance to get to the plate. Not that the throw took him into the baseline, but it looked like he was able to, to give uh, the runner only a portion of the play back there. Good play by India. He might be the Reds' best defensive infielder out there. Josh Fuentes then made it 3-0. Out of the plate to Fuentes, and he swings and drives one deep left. Back goes Winker. He leaps at the wall. It is gone. Two-run home run for Josh Fuentes. That is his fourth home run of the year. It's 3-0 Rockies. Castillo pitched a scoreless third, but the Rockies chased him from the game in the bottom of the fourth. With one out, Castillo gave up back-to-back hits, and then with two outs, he walked Tapia to load the bases. That brought Connor Joe back to the plate. The pitch. Joe swings the first offering. A fastball's popped into shallow right. Long run, and Castellanos can't get there. That'll drop for a hit. One run will score, and two runs will score. With Daza and Trejo coming home, Connor Joe comes through. He's on for the third time tonight, and it's a two-run single. And Joe has driven in three of the Rockies' five runs. Charlie Blackman, Ryan McMahon, and Josh Fuentes then did damage. Walking off the field thinking that that was a pop-up to end the inning, the pitch. Now Blackman hits a bullet at first off of Moustakis. That'll trickle into the foul territory down the right field line. Another run will score. Tapia's home from third. Joe will go first to third. 6-0 Rockies. He's done a fielder's choice. Later scored in the first inning. Flew out to right in his last at bat. And here comes the 3-2 pitch. And McMahon rips a line drive into center field. That falls in front of Akiyama for a base hit. Connor Joe's in from third. And up to second base is Blackman on the RBI single to center by Ryan McMahon. Boy, the Rockies really pouring it on in this fourth inning now. From the belt, Castillo back to the plate. Swing and this ball is lifted in the air. Short center field, tough play. Akiyama coming on. Can't get there. That's down for a hit. Blackman racing around to score. And all the way around to third base is Ryan McMahon on the bloop single off the end of the bat by Josh Fuentes. Rockies have batted around in this fourth inning. Castillo's day was finished at that point, and it was not a good outing. Three and two-thirds innings pitched, a career-high 10 hits, eight earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts, a home run, 78 pitches, 48 of those for strikes, and his ERA is now a sky-high 7.71. The Rockies made it 9-0 in the fifth off Carson Fulmer. After getting the first out, he walked a batter, and then pitcher Gonzalez laid down a sacrifice, but Tapia then brought him home. A little heavier on the coffee and a lot of sugar. There's a slow chopper towards short, charging is the shortstop Farmer, and he throws it high and over Blandino at first. That throw will go out of play. That will score the run. Trejo from second to make it 9 to nothing, and Imel Tapia will be awarded first base with the throw going out of play. Colorado made it 10 nothing in the sixth, thanks again to Josh Fuentes. Here comes. That's off the end of the bat. Little flare, short center. That'll fall for a base hit. Up to third base and not stopping McMahon. He will head home and score easily. 10-0 Rockies on the base hit to center by Fuentes. 
Meanwhile, the Reds simply couldn't get anything done against Chichi Gonzalez. Jesse Winker reached second base in the top of the first, but no other player got that far until Nick Castellanos doubled in the sixth. Gonzalez ended up pitching seven shutout innings. He was replaced on the mound by Lucas Galbraith in the eighth, and the Reds finally got something going. Jonathan India singled to begin the inning, and then pitch hitter Tyler Stevenson put the Reds on the board. The pitch, and he swings, hits this one high in the air and deep. Right center field, way back, way gone. Pinch hit, two-run home run, Tyler Stevenson. And the Red Legs are on the board. Next up was Shogo Akiyama, and he finally collected his first knock of 2021. Here's the pitch, the 2-2. There's a liner into left, base hit. Shogo Akiyama with his first hit of the year. Jesse Winker struck out, but Nick Castellanos then singled, moving Shogo to third. Robert Stevenson then replaced Galbraith on the mound, and he gave up a knock to Alex Blandino. Then with two outs, Tucker Barnhart did this. Michael Givens is up now in the Rockies' bullpen. One of the nicer young men we've run across over the last few years. And Barnhart loops a line drive into left field down the line. Tapio over to cut it off. Castellanos will come around to score. And it's an RBI single by Tucker Barnhart with Blandino moving up into second. Kyle Farmer made it a five-run eighth inning. Deficit in half with one swing of the bat, and that would change the complexion of this game, and I mean right now, the pitch. And it's a line drive into left center for a base hit. Blandino will motor around third. He will score. Going first to third is Barnhart. And the Reds' hit parade in the eighth inning continues. It's now 10-5 Colorado, and Kyle Farmer has his first hit of the night. Michael Givens replaced Stevenson on the mound, and the first batter he had to face was Jonathan India, who was batting for the second time in the eighth. Here's the 3-1. And India swings. He socks one high in the air. Deep right center field, and gone! A three-run home run for Jonathan India. And the Red Legs are right back in it. So the Reds score eight times in the eighth inning on eight hits. We go to the bottom of the eighth, and CNL Perez gave three of those runs back to the Rockies. The first two, and Castellanos could be the potential go-ahead man if it stays as it is. And Daza trying to change that. Fly ball, deep right. Castellanos will play it off the wall. Around to third base, getting the stop sign there from Stu Cole. Is Nunez, the throw comes home, gets away, and Nunez will end up scoring. The throw back in somehow got away. Well, it was a wild relay throw by India. Maybe India had heard somebody yelled to him and said home, and he got that ball from Castellanos in right field, spun around, immediately threw it towards the plate, was very wide of home plate, and missed everybody. And the runner wasn't going to score. So a gift run. Trejo swings and pops the pitch into right. Over near the line, Castellanos will set up and make the catch. Daza's going to tag up. He's coming home from third. He'll score, makes it a four-run Rocky lead, 12-8. The error really not only set up one run, definitely an unearned run, but got that runner to third base who would never have scored otherwise. So a couple of gift runs right back to the Rockies. Boy, and that is just devastating after the Reds had battled to the tune of eight runs and then eight hit eighth inning to pull within two. The Rockies have stretched it right back. 
Janelle Perez works out of the windup. Base is empty. Hampson swings, and he drives one deep left. Winker going back. He's at the wall. He leaps. That's gone. The Rockies answer the Reds eight with three more. Ben Bowden pitched the ninth for Colorado. He gave up a one-out walk to Jesse Winker, but Castellanos lined out to center. Blandino lined out to left, and the game was over. Here are the totals for Colorado. 13 runs, 15 hits, no errors, nine left on base. Cincinnati, eight runs, 12 hits, two errors. They stranded five. Gonzalez, the winner, two and one. Castillo takes the loss. He is now one and five. Home runs in the game, two for Cincinnati. Stevenson, number two. Indian, number two. And two for the Rockies. Fuentes, number four. And Hampson, number four. Three hours and 36 minutes, 13,647 on hand in downtown Denver. Time to hear from Reds manager, David Bell. Well, David, at one point it looked like you guys were going to make an incredible comeback, and then the game turns on a dime again. I guess you never know what to expect at Coors Field. Yeah, I mean, we, we did make an incredible comeback. It came up short, and, uh, you know, that's the bottom line for sure. But it was a good inning, um, made a, a great run, a lot of really good at-bats, and, and, and definitely made a game of it for sure. Uh, yeah, um, you know, could have. It could have gone. It could have. It could have been an incredible comeback if we would have won it, but it still was a great effort. Tucker just talked at length about Luis Castillo and the struggles, and that uh, the line doesn't suggest that he is making solid pitches and has good stuff, and there's stuff to build on, and he's close. Do you see the same thing? I do. You know, I, I don't know. You probably talked to the the biggest expert, you know, that there is on Luis, other than Luis himself. I mean. Tuck just caught him for, you know, you know, he's caught him a lot, caught him tonight. So, uh, you know, I would just reiterate everything that, that Tucker said. He's very, very close. Um, you know, he threw the ball very well tonight. I know the results weren't there, so that, that may not sound, um, you know, what you would expect. But I definitely saw the same thing. He's really close. Really close. He's going to be fine. Game two of this four-game series is Friday at 8.40. We'll be on the air with the pregame show beginning at 8.10. Wade Miley makes a start for Cincinnati, his first outing since his no-hitter last Friday in Cleveland. Once again, the final score from Coors Field in Denver, the Rockies 13 and the Reds 8. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.